Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyer Studio, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Don't miss All Access Sports Talk with Ken Trahan and Jude Young, Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher on WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans, 1061 Nash Icon. Good evening and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. And by Francesca Bicades, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner. By Bergeron Automotive in Metairie. By LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie by Premier Automotive, with locations throughout the New Orleans area. Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Rigo. Petri Transport Services. John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge. By Life Resources Ministries, with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area. And by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk sports in substantive fashion with informed guests. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now, here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and Delgado Baseball. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access. This is the midweek version, the Wednesday night version here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM. And we're on the web at Nash FM 106.1 Com. Our tune-in app is available for you to listen anywhere in the world. And we love to always have a chance to check us out. And we love hearing from you. And you can also check out our podcast following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on the left column where it says podcast to be able to do so. At home, Alexa's got you. Just tell her what to play, WRKN. And you can call the show. It's 504 260 1061, that's 504 260 1061 to participate in the conversation. Love to hear from you. As always, we enjoy the opportunity to interact about any number of topics. Pelicans tonight, we'll get into that later in the show with the Clippers. Saints, changes continue. Ronald Curry gone. Now to the Buffalo Bills, where he's their quarterback's coach. Not a surprise after he did not get the promotion with the Saints. And we'll talk about that later in the show, too. Today, of course, was the last or the late signing day for college football programs around the country. No real shocks that took place today. A lot of interesting information, a lot of interesting stories, and a lot of interesting posts. You'll be able to check out videos at CrescentCitySports.com to enjoy many videos today that we had our teams out, three teams out scouring the entire metropolitan area to get as many of uh, those outstanding athletes that we could possibly get and I was doing that at various schools also VK Jones was out doing it and so was our guest who joins me now out with uh, Lenny Van Gilder today doing work with some of the fine young men that are getting opportunities at the next level Renee Nato of CrescentCitySports.com joining us now to talk about signing day Renee, always a pleasure. How are you? Kenny, you know, I had my scouring outfit on today, as always, and I know we always meet like this at signing day, and it's, it's great. You know, no one ever has a bad signing day. It's like Christmas Day. Every package, 
you open, you know, the coach's eyes are wide open and, and, uh, and just excited about what's to come next. And, and, and it's, it's exciting time, as, as you alluded to. Uh, is, uh, you know, out at schools today, and there's a lot of celebration for a long journey to get where they are, where these young men are. And, uh, and so it, it's nice to see smiles on a lot of faces of the family and support group of these young men as they move forward to the next chapter in their lives in college football. Well, it was fun. I know you got around today. Uh, I guess before we talk high school, you got a chance to, I guess you saw John Sumrall today, right? Sure did. And, uh, man, I tell you, he's all excited. He's jacked up about his class. And, you know, he's got uh, 32 uh, new additions, 16 signees, and and 16 transfer portals. And, well, I tell you what, Kenny, he really did a good job. And he filled some holes and got to talk about some players. And I guess you'll get into that. But he's signed some, some needs and he addressed, he's got six offensive linemen he signed and two more transfer portals. So you can only start five. So he's already got a jump start on the depth at, on the offensive line. And, uh, and, and, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, Shane, I mean, uh, uh, Hainsworth, since Hainsworth is moving on. And he's got a couple of guys he thinks may, may vie for that spot. So, you know, Summerall is excited. And, and just uh, March 12th, the Green Wave will be getting underway for spring practice. All right. I guess we'll start there. What do you like? about what Coach Sumrall has done. Obviously, the transfers have been huge. Uh, what do you like most about what he's been able to accomplish here? Well, you know, the easy one is Ty Thompson, the, the, the young man from, from Oregon. He's got two years to go. He's 6'4", 224. I think he's going to get a, a handful of competition, Ty Thompson, will from Kai Horton. I wouldn't, I wouldn't write him off as a guy who's going to be a backup to Ty Thompson. I think Kai Horton represented himself very well in the opportunities that he had. Uh, I think with the transfer portal, a name that, that I asked him about, Vincent Murphy, who played at South Carolina and Western Kentucky. He's got, he's got uh, starter reps uh, on both those programs, and he's coming in to maybe vie for that spot that Sincere Hainsworth has left open at center. Uh, another guy, a guy they signed, they like a lot, and, and may vie for that spot as well as Elijah Baker out of, out of Hattiesburg, uh, who, who's a big, strong offensive lineman, a guy that, that you're familiar with, and, and I think he's going to compete for a spot as Amani Cargo out Barrett, you know, a 10-4 guy who's a state champion in the 100 meters, and uh, he was the 18th-ranked player in the state and the ninth-best defensive back in Louisiana, Amani Cargo out of John Everett. I think he's going to play. And a guy that, that Summerall pointed out, Kenny, is uh, Dominic Stewart, uh, a tackle out of Atlanta, Georgia. He deadlifts 600 pounds, bench presses 345. He's a guy that will get a long look-see at one of those offensive line spots. Cam Wire uh, is another position. Uh, Cam Wire was a starting left tackle. He exited with uh, graduation. So uh, I think Stewart's going to get a look-see. Jace Mitchell, a guy from Destrian, was first-team All-State. And uh, I think those two guys are going to get a long look-see. And a guy that... Some were all mentioned, Kenny, is, is Reese Baker, uh, a 6'5", 275-pound lineman out of Madison, Alabama, where it's close to his uh, where he was coaching. And, uh, and, and this guy deadlifts 5'60". He's a, he's a good-sized guy, 6'5", 275. And, uh, you know, he's another guy that I think will get a long look-see at the offensive line position. And I tell you, I had to ask, you know, my alma mater, I had to ask about this Sean Baptiste, who transferred from Troy to Tulane, a JFK alum, and he went off. He said, we stole that guy from uh, New Orleans area, and I'm glad he, he's transferring back because I think he's going to get a, a large, a big opportunity on the edge. Uh, Deshaun Baptiste, 6'2", 261, a John F. Kennedy alum, 
uh, is transferring from Troy to Tulane, and they, they really like uh, having him back. Yeah, he's quite a player, and at the time, I remember Linares Elpage telling me that he was an absolute steal, that he was under-recruited, and of course, Sumrall identified that, got him to Troy, and now he's got him coming home, so that's outstanding. And when you listen to John Sumrall and you spend time in his presence, you can't help but be pumped up. The guy, the guy's excitable. He's personable. Uh, he, he's got an infectious uh, enthusiasm about it that's pretty easy to catch on to, isn't it? You know, Kenny, and he was a kind of he was a player like that. I, I did a I did a Kentucky game on on TV years ago for ESPN, and I, I sort of remember him. And he was an excitable kind of player, a team leader. Uh, he was a leading tackler for Kentucky for a while at linebacker. So. He coaches like he played, and, you know, he's an excitable kind of guy. He was excited about the strength program that Tulane has and, and the assistant coaches and uh, the coaches that came in and the guys who, who remained, like Dan Ruchar and, and J.J. McCluskey, uh, guys who returned from Willie Fritz's staff and came over. Uh, he, he really excited about the guys who, who maintained. And he said, <clears throat> if you cannot – uh, recruit in New Orleans and Louisiana at Tulane. He said, you don't belong here. He said, we have a lot to offer, and there's a tremendous amount of talent. And he he, uh, he uh, repeated himself a couple of times about how much they're really going to visit schools in the area. And he said, no coach has any school on his docket. He said, uh, all the uh, North Shore and, and River Parishes and New Orleans schools have multiple assistant coaches that will visit those schools to make sure that the schools know that Tulane is interested. Renee Nato with us from CrescentCitySports.com. All right, so LSU, they were hoping for one surprise today, right? Didn't happen? Yeah, and, and I kind of, you know, I thought it was a 30% chance that they'd get uh, Terry Bussey and they didn't get him. But, you know, you can't scoff at what they did, Kenny. I mean, 29 signees, six transfer portal guys, and the guy they did sign today is, is the best player in the state, Dominic McKinley, and he should – vie for a uh, playing reps next year as a true freshman. I think some of the guys that are going to be are going to jump off the chart and should play early or get a chance to play early is Tradez Green, the big tight end from Zachary, Deshaun McBride from Dennis Springs, uh, and a couple of sleepers, if you will, that I think uh, in this signing class, Kenny will get a long look-see. Caden uh, Durham, a running back out of Dun- uh, Duncanville, Texas, Weston Davis, who's a guy that they flipped from Texas A&M to LSU from Beaumont, Jawan Johnson from Lafayette Christian. Uh, I don't know if you call him a sleeper, but he's a great athlete. He'll, he'll, uh, he'll look at uh, getting some reps at cornerback position. Collage uh, 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 covered over at, uh, at Destrahan. Cobbins, yep. Cobbins, uh-huh. I'm sorry, at Destrahan. I think he's a great outside rusher. Um, Bernard Causey is a guy who – I think may take a little time. He's out of John F. Kennedy, a cornerback, but I think he can play Wallace Foster, guy you know out of Warren Easton, and Sean Washington, also out of, out of Warren Easton, who's a junior college transfer in. Because of the position at defensive tackle, he is going to get a long look-see. So uh, that's just some names I think uh, might get a chance to, uh, t- to play or maybe get a look-see early. What do you like about LSU's class? What do you think is the best element of this class? Man, they filled a lot of spots. You know, they, they recruited Louisiana. They got, uh, I, I mean, 10 out of the top 11 in the state, 12 maybe out of the top 14 in the state. They threw a rope around Louisiana. 
and and really reeled in the guys they needed. They also did a really good job. I think they they were a little more selective in the transfer portal, Kenny. I, getting C.J. Daniels, the transfer portal, who had over a thousand yards receiving last year. J.R. Uh, Brown out of Ohio State, a Warren Easton alum. Uh, A.J. Swan, even though you know he had 12 starts in two years at Vanderbilt, and you needed a quarterback with SEC experience, and A.J. Swan fills that role of coming in from Vanderbilt, and he'll vie for repetition, and he'll basically uh, you know, sweep up behind Garrett Nussmeyer, but he'll give him competition. Xavier Thomas from John Arrett out of Mississippi State, and uh, Jordan Gilbert is a guy who played 25 games at uh, Texas A&M. He's a Baton Rouge guy, and you know, he's a free safety. His shoulder injury robbed part of his season last year, but uh, I think Jordan Gilbert is a guy that uh, is going to really lend to that secondary. Yeah, I think it's a good class. I think they've done well. Uh, they look very promising moving forward with the 2025 class as well. So I'd say they're on the uptick, but if they had a, desi- a, a dire need right now, would it be defensive line? Yes, absolutely defensive line and, and secondary. And you know what? I, I did have a chance to talk to Michael Turner uh, over John Curtis, and he's probably the fastest young man in the state. He runs, runs a sub-4-3-40. And I asked him, I said, Michael, uh, what do you think your skill set is? He said, well, they're looking at me as – they told me they're going to look at me as a cornerback first. And I, I kind of thought with his speed and his length, he's six one. he's a little bit on the light side, but he's a good wide receiver. But he could be a special cornerback if, if they can get him enough reps in the SEC. He's probably a redshirt year away, but – Michael Turner out of John Curtis, uh, he, you know, he, he could play a cornerback, and, and they'll give him a shot there. And then, of course, with regard to the coaching staff changes at LSU, do you think that they benefited the Tigers in terms of recruiting? Corey Raymond was really – bringing him aboard had a lot to do with some of these guys coming aboard. Uh, you know, Dominic McKinley and, and just some of the guys that he reeled in for the 2025 class as well. I think bringing Corey Raymond back has really done a great job. I've heard nothing but great things about Blake Baker, about the defense and, and what the job they think he can do, and, and, and the players, that, the coaches that came along with him. So I think with Blake Baker's defense and Corey Raymond coming back to handle to help out in the secondary, I think those are two massive hires. And I think uh, Brian Kelly did a good job, with, even though it's a dual uh, offensive coordinator. Joe Sloan is going to call the, uh, the plays, and Cortez Hankton is going to handle the passing attack. But I think he handled everything very well because both Sloan and Hankton are outstanding recruiters. Yeah, I think they're in good shape with their staff there. And I, I think Tulane is too, uh, just backtracking the Tulane with the, the staff that he's, that he's hired, some role. I mean, he kept some guys with deep local ties, and he brought in some guys that he has total confidence in that have worked with him before. And I think that's a pretty good mix, too. Yeah, he does. And, and you know, Kenny, somebody I overlooked is, is a four-star cornerback, uh, Jaden Lewis, out of Anniston, Alabama. He's a two-time state champion in the 100 meters. Out of Alabama, he runs a 10-500 meters. Jaden Lewis, 5'11", about 170, 175, four-star. And he's not somebody that I think that ordinarily would have been attracted to Tulane, but the success they've had uh, opened his eyes, and, and he's, uh, he's on board. He signed with, with uh, Tulane. And a guy, I tell you what, another name that jumps out, uh, Jamari McClure is a running back out of Goshen, Alabama. And, uh, you know, over 1,600 yards last year, 25 touchdowns. Uh, he's, he's a 10-7, 100-meter guy. Uh, so Jamari McClure is a running back that 
could get in the mix next year, uh, or this coming season, I should say, because that's a spot, again, you never have too many good running backs. No doubt about it. So we're visiting with Renee Nato of CrescentCitySports.com. And, of course, you know, you look at all these different schools and what they've been able to do. And here in South Louisiana, you got – look, I saw a lot of kids today uh, that that were Grambling signees, a lot of them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've seen this many from the New Orleans area – that have signed with Grambling. I don't know that I can ever recall that. No, Kenny, and I tell you, Mickey Joseph is the new head coach, for those who don't know that, and, and I know you talked to three, and I think he got three good ones out of Shaw, Jaden Scott, Lewis Foster, and, and Kylas Francis out of, uh, out of Shaw. Uh, the Francis kid, 6'2", 315, squats 475. Uh, and, and John Curtis has, is sending two guys to Grambling. Uh, Orion, uh, Orion Duplessis, a 6'5", 355-pound tackle out of John Curtis, and Marlon Prout is a guy you're familiar with, a running back, a little diminutive guy, but really quick. Uh, and, and both of those are heading to Grambling as well. And Mickey Joseph, one thing he always did well, he knows the city very well, he's going to recruit the city, and those are just five names he pulled out of the city. But I think you'll see a lot of good things coming out of Grambling as long as Mickey's up there. Well, I talked to two from Carr as well. Today. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, that's true. And, and Glennie yeah. Jones. So, I mean, look, it was – I've never seen Grambling this, this active – and I think it's all about the head coach, which I was going to bring up, but you beat me to it. So uh, that goes without saying. You know, I was looking at some of the other schools and what they've been able to do too. And, and it's been, again, in Louisiana, you can find, you know, good players if you are Southeastern, if you are Nichols. And I think that was certainly true today uh, with both of those schools as well as I look over some of the signees from those schools in terms of, you know, Nichols State, I, I, I like First of all, they had numbers. I mean, that that part is there. You know, they were able to, to get a class that, that brought in, you know, quite a few kids, which I think is important. But they always recruit the area, and they recruit it very hard. I'm looking at some of the names right now that Nichols was able to bring in. And, you know, if any of these guys strike a bell with you, let me know. Shane Lee, of course, I really like the running back from Destrehan. He's a bowling ball. He's tough as nails. Yeah, and, and, and I tell you, there's three or four names on that Nichols Colonels uh, uh, list with Timmy Rebo. I think Shane Lee is a guy that was recruited by a lot of uh, Power Five schools during his, his stay in Destrehan. He missed some time last year with injuries. Uh, another guy, Kelvin Gray out of uh, East Ascension, offensive tackle, 6'3", 330, a safety yeah. out of University Lab, Marcus Dawson. And there's a guy, a quarterback, that a lot of people don't know much about, Kenny. I know you do. Preston Welsh out of Turlings Catholic, 6'2", yeah. 220, at 210. He was once a UAB commit, and he's thrown mm-hmm. for over 5,000 yards and 60 touchdowns. He's big, 6'2", great delivery. Preston Welsh is a guy that could really uh, compete at Nichols. Yeah, I like him. You know, in, in terms of Southeastern, they had a, you know, a lesser number that they were able to bring in. But, but again, identifying local talent, that's what they've done there. That's what Frank Selvo continues to do with, with his approach. And I think that's the case, again, where they're concerned. And, you know, I'm looking at the, the names there and the people that they're able to bring in. Uh, Trey Brown of Carr, you know, a defensive back who's part of their signing class who I've watched and know what he's capable of. Levi Darrensburg of Carr. Again, they, they hit Carr for a couple of players that we know of. Dakai Joseph, like him, out of East St. John, the wide receiver 
that's part of that class as well at Southeastern. And I'm just going by the guys I've seen, of course. Darnello yeah, Quinn. Darnello Quinn out of John Errett. You know, Jaden Voisin, I like him. Big physical kid from Belchase. We did several of his games in high school. Well, I like it. And, and he could be a running back or a linebacker. And speaking of linebackers, Kyle Cannon. Wow, he could be one of the best linebackers in the state. Yep. That's a steal for Southeastern to get Kyle Cannon over at Southeastern. And Dakai Joseph led the Metro in receiving this year out of East St. John. And Darnell Quinn out of John Errett, as you mentioned, a wide receiver. And they also got a transfer portal who's got some local, uh, local ties. Brother Martin's Nick Turner, who played at Arkansas and Toledo. He's transferred into Southeastern. I think uh, he's a really experienced cornerback, safety, and I think he's going to help the Lions uh, quite a bit. Yeah, look, so again, I like what they've been able to do. So you got around to different places today. Talk about what maybe one or two players that intrigued you the most when you have a chance to, to talk to these kids. I always love to, you know, some of the kids are very quiet. They don't have much to say. They haven't been on camera before. Then you got the ones in the middle. Then you got the ones that are extremely talkative. So, uh, and and I, I will name a few today that I really enjoy. But what about a couple of kids today that you were able to, to talk to that really impressed you that you enjoyed speaking with? Well, you know, I, I tell you what, some of the, some of the St. Augustine kids, you know, I, I think are, um, uh, you know, Charles Gurley, a guy going to South Alabama. Um, I think he's, I think he could be the real deal. I think he can, he can play and, and, uh, uh, you know, I, there's, uh, I'm trying to think who else now. Uh, you know, the, the young man, uh, Hubert Kalis, out of St. Augustine, he was headed to Indiana. Now he's going to Mississippi Valley State. And, uh, you know, I think that's a really big get for them. He could be a, a really good, very good tight end. And he plays basketball, does a great job. I didn't talk to this young man, but I tell you who a guy who I'm excited to see how he, how he performs at the next level is Fred Robertson out of Warren Easton. I mean, he's got he's over 3,000 yards and, and uh, what, uh, in the last two years and 39 touchdowns. And he's going to Louisiana Tech. And, boy, I tell you what, New Orleans area has sent some guys up there, uh, Patrick Jackson some, some years back. But Fred Robertson can be a special back up in Louisiana Tech. Oh, I mean, he's fast. I mean, seen him several times. And he can really run. I like him a lot. So that's a guy for sure. And, you know, you mentioned Michael Turner. Uh, I think one other from LSU locally today that was interviewed, I believe. So, uh, and then with regard to other people that we were able to visit with today, uh, really enjoyed talking to a, a couple of young men in particular. But I, my last stop was at Rumble today, and I just thoroughly enjoyed talking to all three of the kids there. Uh, the most interesting, of course, is Darius Davis because he was a heck of a player, and the kid tore his knee. And missed the entire regular season this past year and came back and played with a brace in the playoff run they made to the semifinals. You know, he's, he's healthy now. He's six foot one, 190, 195, and he can run, and he's a really smart young man. And Stanford got him early, and he stuck, they stuck by him after the knee injury and a commitment that he made. So he stuck with them too, and you know, he's a scholar-athlete, really good student, but really well-versed. Uh, just a pleasure visiting with him and Got a feeling they, they might have, Stanford might have got one here that, that could have gone bigger than that. Well, you know, I talked to Bobby April Jr. at, at length, and uh, he's the defensive coordinator at Stanford, a local guy that you know. And uh, I remember talking to him when, when he got the commitment from Darius Davis, and he thought that they stole him and, and they're going to hold their breath until, until signing date. And they, he raved and raved about how good of a, of a player he could be, and he fit the Stanford 
uh, mold as far as academics and, and intelligence and a good a guy who can compete in that level. And Darius Davis is somebody that really can play at Stanford, and, and they're glad to have him. And I think he, that's a really good fit, too. Great academic school, and I think he's going he's gonna, to uh, perform well there. Another one that I had a chance to visit with today that I really enjoyed talking to was Raymond Howard at Archbishop Shaw, yeah. mm-hmm. and he's going to the Air Force Academy. And, I mean, again, you make that kind of commitment – that's a serious thing to a, uh, a military academy, and, and he embraced it, and he was very personable, and, and you get the impression that he'll fit in very well. And, you know, he's, he's a guy that's a technician, Kenny. He's, he, he concentrates a great deal on his technique. He's a weight room guy. He uh, takes football real serious, but, you know, he's, he's a good academic young man, but uh, he's a guy that gives you everything he's got. He empties his bucket on every practice, every game. And uh, I think that's going to be a really great experience for him up there, and uh, I'm excited for him. Keith Jones at Carr. I mean, Keith is I, – look, I cover basketball. We've done some Carr games. He's a really good basketball player. And he's going to Grambling. He's going to play both sports. That's the goal, and that's what he wants to do. And they recruited him to do both. And he, he took up football this past year. He hadn't played football. They finally convinced him to go out and play football. And if you haven't seen Keith Jones, I mean, Keith – Keith's an athlete. Keith's 6'3", 195, and he is a really good athlete. This guy could be uh, an absolute breakout football player if he decides to stick with the sport. He's a nice basketball player, but not a major Division I guy. If he decides to stick with football with his athleticism and his size, he's got a real chance. And, you know, Kenny, people talk about the transfer portal and NILs and everything with the Power 5 schools and all, but, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a flip side to that. And we, some of the names that we're talking about right now, uh, these Nichols and Southeastern and Gramblings and Southerns and, you know, schools like that have stolen players that maybe normally they would not have gotten because the, uh, the, the big schools would have signed more players and stuff like that. But since they going to the transfer portal, uh, you know, Tulane signing 16 high school kids and 16 transfer portals. It had, had they expanded to 25 or 28 players, maybe some of these players that have gone to Nichols and Grambling and other schools wouldn't have gone there. So it, it kind of does help the schools like the Gramblings and the, and the, and the Nichols and the Southeasters and Magnesis and all who do get players that normally they would not have gotten, but the transfer portal does work in their favor. Cross Johnson uh, over at Holy Cross had a chance to get there today and Talked to Cross. Of course, he's going to Arkansas, and you know he might have been uh, slightly overshadowed by Kobe Young, who's really good. But Johnson can really run, and he he loves the challenge of being able to play in the SEC, and he really believes in himself and and in his ability. He, he's a sprinter, and, and and the interesting thing about Kobe Young is he was once heading to Georgia Tech, but he's gonna he's gonna join Willie Fritz at Houston, and uh, look for Kobe Young to probably. Uh, get a long look-see early as a cornerback. They think that he can play cornerback. And uh, so I, I think that, uh, you know, if that does happen, and for people I've talked to know him well, uh, that could be a good fit. He could be an outstanding cornerback. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And, again, just, you know, to see all these kids, John Errett had another, what, uh, six today? They had, what, six early? I mean, that's a lot of kids going to play at the next level from one school. Well, you know, and, and John Everett has also turned out a lot of great athletes. There's a lot of competition. It's a big school. They play great competition. And, 
and, and Reggie's done a great job over there. And, and you know, the thing is that, uh, it, you know, it's, 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 you know, young men who have watched John Errett players since they were young kids, they've, they have come up through the school and stuff, and there's, there's a lot of tradition there of, of excellence. And, and John Errett doesn't surprise me at all that every year they got double-digit uh, signings in, uh, with major schools. Yeah, I mean, I look at these high schools every year when we do this, because you've been doing it too, it's like you can book it with St. Augustine, Warren Easton, Carr, John Errett. They always produce a whole bunch of guys that sign at the next level every single year. Yeah, and you and you could throw Destre and schools like that in there. And yeah. the thing is that it, it just speaks so highly of not only the, the competition and the athletic athletes that New Orleans metro area turns out, but the coaching. You know, the coaching in the metro area. We think that, you know, oh, we we say that, but it, people around the country know how good the coaching is in the Greater New Orleans area on a high school level, and and that's that's one reason why. Uh, this area produces so much talent. I mean, you could have a lot of talent as an athlete, but if you're not coached properly uh, and you, you're not put in the right direction, uh, you know, all that talent won't do you any good. So that's another reason. It's a, it's a tribute to the coaching in this area, why so many colleges come down here, because this is a very fertile area for recruiting. I want to get into 2025 in a few minutes we have left, but also wanted to get your thoughts about nationally for this year's class in 2024. Where would you place the LSUs in two lanes of the world on a national level in terms of what they were able to accomplish? Well, you know, I guess if, you, if you're talking about need, if they've satisfied their need, uh, I would certainly place LSU uh, four, five, or six right in that area. And that, that may, may, may sound like a mouthful, but I think that they have that kind of talent and that kind of potential. Uh, and I throw in some of the transfer portals. Tulane, I would certainly put Tulane in the top 25 uh, because I think they've, they've met a lot of needs and they've signed a lot of players. And just mentioning the offensive line, Kenny, I think they've over, you know, they only only can start five players, but they've got they bring in an eight new eight new offensive linemen to what they have, and they're returning three starters from last year's team. So there's going to be some fierce competition in the spring and the summer heading into next year, and and uh, what that means is Tulane's going to have great depth, should have really good depth at the offensive line, which is an important spot. Who did you see? on a national level, that you'd put one or two in terms of what they were able to do? Oh, I mean, Ohio State, I guess, uh, yeah. is, is one. You know, I, I, and I tell you what, you can't discount Alabama. They had a good year. Uh, I, I got to think that, uh, you know, uh, Florida State had a good year. I, I tell you who's, who's busted it, Kenny, on the transfer portal. I don't know where he's putting these players, but Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, uh, he's, he's bringing in players like I've never seen before, and not just players – Good players, excellent players, guys who started at other programs. He is his half is his starting uh, on offense and defense are going to come from the transfer portal. He's Lane Kiffin is really building a monster at Ole Miss. If he can coordinate that and put it together, if the chemistry works, Lane Kiffin is building a powerhouse. Yeah, I think that's accurate. I I look at what they've done and and the fact that Alabama might be slightly vulnerable right now. There's a real opportunity for. LSU and Ole Miss in that particular division. Texas A&M outstanding if they could get their act together. So that's kind of where I see the West as we speak. Then there's the class of 2025 looking ahead. Kind of alluded to LSU and the success it's already had in securing early commits. But from the standpoint of the class of 2025, what does it look like in Louisiana in terms of quality? Well, you know, Kenny, you must be looking over my shoulder because I haven't turned it in yet, but I've already done my 2025 top metro area 
players, and I have about 50 names on there, offensively and defensively. And, and this area, especially New Orleans, um, is, is going to be very fertile. starts with Harlem Berry, who's already committed to LSU. A guy who's getting a lot of attention, a running back, is Nate Shepard out of Mandeville. And a guy who is just busting it, Kenny, busting it, is a place you with today, Jasper Parker, a running back at Shaw. He's got offers from Florida State, USC, Ole Miss, Texas Tech. Uh, I mean, he's really, really jumped up. And, and Louisiana and New Orleans especially is going to have a lot, a lot of recruits for this coming 2025 uh, season. And, and I, I tell you what, they they got a lot of linemen, offensive and defensive linemen. Uh, I mean, it's just it, – I think it's going to be a really good class. Yeah, I do too. And, and obviously looking ahead to 2025, as mentioned earlier, LSU's gotten a good head start, really in a pretty good place right now with uh, where they're at in terms of getting a head start. Well, I tell you what, and, and guy, uh, you, another place, uh, Lennis Finister from uh, Rollo is a guy who's getting a lot of attention. Mississippi State, Arkansas, Vandy, Arkansas State. Uh, I, I think he can play uh, at, at a high level. Uh, you got some uh, defensive linemen that are, that are going to be special. I mean, the, the young man from, um, I'm drawing a blank now, Corey Adams from Carr. I mean, he's getting offers from everybody. He's a, he's a top lineman in the country, Corey Adams from Carr. 6'4", 245, offers from LSU, Texas A&M, Tulane, Oregon, Ole Miss, Marshall. Uh, and he's going to get more offers, and he's going to, uh, he'll be one of the top players in the state uh, for the 2025 season. Yeah, I think you're right on track there. Last thing, and then we'll let you get away, quarterbacks. I mean, talk about what you see in terms of quarterbacks in the state moving forward. Do we have those guys in Louisiana? Or is it going to be an export situation like LSU is looking at? You know, Tulane's brought in a transfer from Oregon. What are we looking at in Louisiana from a quarterback perspective? It's not a deep year for quarterbacks in Louisiana. And, and right now in New Orleans area, the only two guys that uh, that really are getting any kind of play, uh, and it's not a lot right now, but uh, Eli Friend from Newman is Ivy League schools are looking at him. And uh, in a Darrensburg kid from John F. Cur- uh, John F. Kennedy, uh, he's had offers from Indiana, Georgia Tech, and uh, you know he's a lefty, but he's a dual threat guy. But that's the only two quarterbacks in the New Orleans area. But overall, statewide, Kenny, it's not a, a really deep year for quarterbacks. Yep, kind of thought that would be the case. And of course, you can always go to CrescentCitySports.com to check out Renee's work on recruiting and uh, all other things. A lot of feature material too. It was, it's always a fun day to do this, isn't it? I mean, we go all over the place. I mean, I was in five, six places today, but, you know, it's a lot of traveling. But to see the faces of these kids, to see the families, the emotion involved, I mean, you hope it's not the high point of their life, but it's a great day, isn't it? It really is, and it's all smiles. It's like Christmas Day. I mean, everybody in the gyms we were at and the rooms we were in, the cafeterias, it's all smiles. It's all happiness. It's, it's some, some happy tears uh, I've seen today. And, and, you know, I mean, for the, for, the, for the parents, sometimes a single parent who's worked so hard to help her son get to where he is, to take off her work, and I know you know the stories, uh, from maybe a one- or two-job situation, to see her son sign scholarship, that means the world to a, a, a mom. And, you know, I, I saw that a lot today, as you did. So, I mean, that's a lot of, a lot of happy smiles today for signing day. It is indeed, and it was a fun day to, to do this, and it's always great to visit with Renee Nato of CrescentCitySports.com. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the time tonight, and thanks for all the chasing around today and checking everybody out. Appreciate you, have it, a, huh? you have a great one, Kenny. We'll talk soon. All right, Renee. Renee Nato of 
CrescentCitySports.com. Again, you can go to CrescentCitySports.com and check out videos from all over today. I mean, I'm looking at the website now, and I mean, you runs a gamut. We got Brian Kelly's video. We got John Sumrall's video from today. Then we've got, you know, the video of Michael Turner uh, from John Curtis going to LSU. Jason Gabriel, Curtis to Southern. Orion DePlessis and Marlon Proud of Curtis to Grambling State. Cross Johnson of Holy Cross to Arkansas. Devin Woodson of Holy Cross, along with Matthew Kakamo of Holy Cross to their respective schools. Cole Canatella of Holy Cross to Millsaps. Raymond Howard of Shaw to Air Force. Kyle S. Francis, Jaden Scott, Lewis Foster to Grambling from Archbishop Shaw. Wallace Foster IV of Warren Easton with LSU. You'll be able to check out that video as well. We'll share all of these via social media too. Destrahan's Arrington Adams, Carl Morton with Nichols, Warren Easton's Fred Robertson with Louisiana Tech, St. Augustine's Christian Pritchett to Georgia Tech, Charles Gurley, Joshua Jackson, Moses Gray, signing with Sunbelt's programs out of St. Augustine, Cornell Harris, Biggie Caliste, signing with SWAC programs out of St. Aug, and the car signees, all of them, you'll be able to watch. Terrell Franklin of St. Aug to Texas College, also up on the site, and the Rumble players will be up there shortly. Darius Davis along with P.J. McDonald and Chance Joseph. Again, all of those videos, check them out at CrescentCitySports.com on National Recruiting Signing Day today. A pleasure to bring them to you. Glad you're with us on this Wednesday night. It's 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. When we return, we'll get you caught up on the Saints. Another coaching move to speak of today. Also still to come, we'll talk about the Pelicans, who are back in action tonight starting their road trip against the Clippers. We'll do that next here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. After the car wreck, people sometimes come up to us and say, I need your help, but I'm just not the suing type. Believe me, at Dudley DeBosier, we get it. But ask yourself this. Do you want to be taken advantage of by the insurance company? Or do you want to get what's fair, what you and your family really deserve? The choice is easy, and it doesn't cost you anything to see if we can help. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Call 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 2315717. 
Get ready for the big game at BetMGM. New customers can sign up today with bonus code VEGAS58, V-E-G-A-S-5-8, and instantly receive $158 when you bet $5. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 years of age or older only. Louisiana only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with Samstown Shreveport Casino. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Nothing says I love you like romantic, timeless jewelry. Even better when you can save an extra 20%. Right now at Diamonds Direct, all fashion favorite jewelry is 20% off. That's earrings, bracelets, pendants, bands, colored gemstone jewelry. Get 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. Special financing, too. Get her something she can enjoy and appreciate for years to come. A fashion favorite from Diamonds Direct. Shop in-store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This This report is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Join the growing team at Progressive Insurance. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Looks like things are starting to even out a little bit. Still seeing the slowing I-310 northbound after LA-18. US-90 to I-10, it's 35 minutes, a 26-minute delay right now. But traffic flow otherwise doing pretty good. Crescent City Connection showing no delays. Eastbound 610, Metairie to New Orleans East. Uh, Eastbound I-10 flyover to the high-rise, no delays across those areas. I'm Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Calling all listeners, what's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and All Access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. The New Orleans Saints continue the changes which have occurred frequently on their coaching staff with regard to the offseason. We all know that they are waiting as we speak on Clint Kubiak, and we all expect that he's going to be the offensive coordinator. If that wasn't the case, you wouldn't have all quiet on the Western Front right now as the 49ers prepare for the Super Bowl, and the Saints haven't done anything. The latest indication that it will be Kubiak came today when the Buffalo Bills announced three coaching hires, one of those being Ronald Curry from the Saints as their quarterback's coach. Curry, of course, now 44, been on the staff with the Saints for the last eight seasons as an offensive assistant in 2016 and 17, as wide receivers coach in 2018 and 2020, and then quarterbacks coach 
from 2021 to 2023. He added the role of passing game coordinator to his responsibilities in 2022 as well. Curry's going to work with Joe Brady in Buffalo. And there's a tie, obviously. Brady was with the Saints as an offensive assistant to Sean Payton in 2017 and 18. And Curry crossed paths with him, obviously. So it's a pretty interesting dynamic there to see Curry depart. And he is a good guy, and we wish him nothing but success. You know, and you can see the whole situation here. Bottom line was, he didn't get the promotion here. And it's understandable that he would move on, and you wish him nothing but success. Good guy. But you got to be impressed with Kubiak and the seemingly done deal with the Saints because of what he has to bring to the table. Having called plays for Denver, having called plays for Minnesota, and having been a, an offensive assistant for a really good offense and one that is creative and one that utilizes a lot of motion in San Francisco. I just think that it's a good hire if it comes about, which we fully expect it will. If it doesn't, you got a problem. But I really don't think that is going to be the case. you got to believe it's going to happen here in the immediate future. So the changes continue to transpire. That is the only news of late with regard to where the Saints are. And, of course, that's going to continue to change as time moves on. Oh, by the way, Tom Brady said that a Bill Belichick not being hired for head coaching job was, quote, a surprise. I got you, Tom. And I don't disagree. Also, Nick Saban, he's not coming back to coach. Some people said, oh, maybe he'll try one more thing in the NFL. It's not happening. He's joining ESPN in game day. We've seen him as an analyst when his teams weren't competing. And obviously, he's going to get that opportunity now to live that life, far less pressure, an easier path, to say the least. And now he'll get that chance to, to do some commentating for ESPN. As mentioned, he's had that chance to do it, and he's shown the ability to get it done. So, Saban and analyst, Belichick on the sidelines. I know this much. Bill Belichick is not going to be a television analyst. As dry as he is, there's no way that that's going to happen. One final note on football before we get to break and talk Pelicans. The National Football League Players Association says that 92% of its players want grass over artificial turf. No surprise there. A brief time out here. Back to talk Pelicans in a moment here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Hi, this is Jessica Walker, account executive with Cumulus New Orleans. I specialize in growing business. If you want to grow your business, let me help. We have four great radio stations and an amazing selection of digital products to take your business to a whole new level. Call me at 504-874-7903 or email me at jessica.walker at cumulus.com. The consultation is free. Cumulus Media and Jessica Walker, let's grow together. 
When the final horn blows at the All-State Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana high school state championships, the Sugar Bowl support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllStateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. This report is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Join the growing team at Progressive Insurance. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Looks like things are starting to even out a little bit. Still seeing the slowing I-310 northbound after LA-18. It, US-90 to I-10, it's 35 minutes, a 26-minute delay right now. But traffic flow otherwise doing pretty good. Uh, Crescent City Connection showing no delays. Eastbound 610, Metairie to New Orleans East. Uh, eastbound I-10 flyover to the high-rise, no delays across those areas. I'm Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 504-260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Always grateful to have you with us here on this Wednesday night, of course, back at you tomorrow night with our Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour from 6 to 7 with Pastor Michael Green and I as we talk faith and sports and look forward to that tomorrow evening. The New Orleans Pelicans tonight embark on their road trip, their Mardi Gras trip, which is an annual event to leave town during Mardi Gras because of the distractions here, obviously, and the fact that people would be attending parades rather than games. Well, tonight they are in Los Angeles to face the Clippers. This is a tough game, and it's the beginning of a tough trip. They'll stay in Los Angeles to play the Lakers after this one as part of this road trip, but start off with the Clippers, who have won four straight and have climbed to the top spot in the Western Conference. In case you hadn't noticed, the Clippers now by percentage points are the number one team in the Western Conference. In a virtual tie, though, with the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Denver Nuggets. That's right. Four teams all bunched together. They've kind of separated themselves. After that, it's a five-game spread to Sacramento and Phoenix, a five-and-a-half-game spread to the Pelicans, who now find themselves immersed in seventh in the West, which is the spot you don't want to be in. 
Seven to ten is the play-in. One to six is the playoffs. So they're a spot out as we speak at 29 and 21. The Pelicans have won three straight, but the Clippers are tough, and they really riddled the Pelicans in New Orleans, just whipped them, beat them physically. Of course, the options that the Clippers have are plentiful. It all starts with Kawhi Leonard, who's been healthy, and he's played just outstanding two-way basketball. He's as good a two-way player as you'll find in the league when he's healthy. He's 18th in the league right now in scoring. And, of course, he's not a lone wolf. you got Paul George, who's been very good this year, but also James Harden, who stepped in and given them another great option. Russell Westbrook's played well off the bench. They simply have good players. It's a very good team. And the Pelicans are going to have to up the ante to be able to defeat a team like this because of the very nature of what they're facing. Then it's on to the Lakers, and that's an important game too because Lakers are playing well. They've won three in a row, and they're over 500, and they're only three games behind the Pelicans in the standings. So you're not just looking up at the teams above you, which include the Kings and the Suns, as mentioned, to go along with the four tied for first. You're looking right below you because Dallas is one and a half games behind New Orleans. The Lakers, as mentioned, three games back. Utah, which has won two straight, is four back. Wouldn't totally discount the Warriors, although they're 22 and 25. Wouldn't totally discount the Rockets, although they're 23 and 27. But starting to look a little bit like it might be 10 teams in a race for six spots, 12 teams in a race for 10 spots, 10 spots being the play-in level and six spots being the playoff level. I think that's kind of where we are right now with regard to where the Pelicans are. It all starts tonight. Now, can they show demonstrative improvement over the previous matchup with the Clippers? Because that was a one-sided game, and the Clippers really dominated that game from start to finish and physically imposed their will on the Pelicans, including on Brandon Ingram, which is very important. Ingram's coming off his best game. 41 points. He did it in just three quarters. He buried eight three-pointers, which is unlike Brandon. But clearly, he's capable of doing that. You know that this team is going to get into him. What I mean by that is get physical with him and get into the body and make it tough for him. Zion Williamson becomes important there. And again, with the floor spreading capability, when Ingram's making threes, when McCollum's making threes, Herb Jones makes a couple. Trey Murphy can make some. Jordan Hawkins, if they go there, even Alvarado. Look, when you're making threes, it changes everything. It opens up so much. And when you have Point Zion on the floor, there should be opportunities on the wing to be able to look at the basket with an open look from three-point range. Of course, Williamson has been most effective with the basketball at the top of the circle. I suspect that's going to continue to be the way that he's employed more so than on the low block where he's been utilized previously. So again, the road trip starts tonight in Los Angeles, Crypto.com Arena, Pelicans, and the Clippers. And of course, we have a story for you up at CrescentCitySports.com by tomorrow morning on that. 504-260-1061 to join us. Back with a final word in just a moment here on Nash Icon, 106.1 FM, and on the web, Red Nash FM, 1061 My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. 
That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-929-2121. That's 1-800-929-2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-929-2121. That's 1-800-929-2121. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-929-2121. That's 1-800-929-2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-929-2121. That's 1-800-929-2121. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Hey, all right. Welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just says, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. The best ice chests in the world are made right here in Mandeville, Louisiana. And if you're a perfectionist, you need Kysik, the best engineered ice chest in the world. It's the ice chest that keeps things cold the longest. Simply go to Kysik.com and order yours today. In Louisiana, not only do we cook great crawfish, we also make the world's best ice chests. Go to KYSEK.com, that's Kysik.com, and get your ice chest today. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. 
Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. We appreciate all of our sponsors that help make this happen on a regular basis. Of course, a big shout-out to Lamarck Motor Company, Lamarck Lincoln, Lamarck Ford. Jenny, great to have you listening. Deeply appreciate it. Now about that Maverick, right? want to remind everyone that we'll be back at you tomorrow night with our Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour. Michael Green will join me for that as we talk faith and sports ahead of the Super Bowl. And certainly a lot of talk about the game, but also about men of faith that are participating in that particular game. I want to thank Renee Nato of CrescentCitySports.com for spending time with us this evening. Always appreciate our listeners for helping make this happen. And again, videos at CrescentCitySports.com of all of the signing day interviews we were able to procure today. Until tomorrow night, for Rudy Dixon, our esteemed producer, Ken Trahan, saying thank you for joining us and be a good sport. God bless you one and all.